Dave, and you are listening to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar, buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. We're back. Episode 80. 80, man. We're so old now. Ugh. Can you believe that we've done this 80 times? Yeah. <laughs> you can. You can I believe can. it. It's, yeah. Well, I feel like we just started. I feel like this is like episode 8. I can because I... Never mind. I'm going to make a joke at my wife's expense, but she really doesn't give me any grief about it. Yeah, and she really doesn't deserve it, Steve. Yeah. Why are you gonna Why are you gonna say something awful about your wife? Because I'm a terrible person. That's true. Okay, so this week we have a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. We uh, from Tailored Effects. Now this episode is sponsored by Tailored Effects. If you follow our YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash/CyclehomeCast, you should all be subscribed. But I know you're not. Um, we recently did a promotion for their Civic Crown Overdrive. Uh huh. And the deal with Tailored Effects is it's a company that's just getting started. And their tagline is, know thy amp, respect thy amp. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have a lot of it. Like, they didn't, he didn't send us a script. He just wants us to riff, which I think is great because we've actually spent some time with the pedal. Yeah. And he's, he's kickstarting this thing, the, uh, the Civic Crown Overdrive. Every single person who's been in the room with this this thing and played with it, within, like, the first 30 seconds, they're in love. Yeah. Like, everyone. It, it's a really interesting pedal. It's it's op-amp-based, uh, and with the op-amp-based clipping section going into the EQ. Uh-huh. The uh, bass and treble controls are active Baxendall, which I guess like the tech nerds will know what that means. Yeah, if you know what that means, um, uh, tell us. I guess. Which is, I guess, is what exotic pedals uses, and then an active mid control precedes the bass and treble controls. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So that's a pretty neat thing. But uh, this company basically started because the guy who started it uh, asked himself, "What if the designer of an overdrive pedal knew what amp it was going to be used on? Would that alter the way the designer?" approach the design of that unit and he said yeah it would so originally the reason they're called tailored effects is because they wanted to build effects pedals uh drive pedals specifically designed for certain amps Uh uh-huh but the civic crown overdrive is kind of like their jack of all trades idea because you know you can build a a drive pedal that plays better with fender or with Vox or whatever uh, but you always, you know, you have a guy, people that uh, might have both amps running in stereo. Right, right. And they need a Swiss Army knife sort of pedal that can do it all. Yeah, I, you know, this thing is just so versatile. I, like I said, I just fell in love instantly. A huge, a huge thing on it that m- will make you fall in love is that the, the two knobs, the volume and the gain, there's, they're LED knobs where the LED is inside of them. Yeah. And they're clear. And they flash like really precisely with your picking dynamics. Yeah. Like they swell in brightness with your with your playing, and it's just a lot, a lot of fun. Like it makes you just fall in love with the pedal immediately, and then the pedal just sounds phenomenal. I'm a big fan of this pedal. I really want to see this guy's Kickstarter be successful, not just so that we can get one because we sent the prototype back. But so that everyone else can experience this pedal, the EQ section on it, three band EQ, you know, low, mid, high, it makes this very, you know, it's very simple, very kind of basic, almost like 70s sounding overdrive kind of dirt sound. Yeah. It makes it 
whatever you want it to be, really. Right. Like, you can scoop your mids. You can boost your mids. You can get harsh, grindy, kind of, like, speaker-ripped sounds. You can get smooth, just creamy sounds out of it. You can get amp-like sounds out of it. You can get fuzzy sounds out of it. I mean, it's not, like, a super high-gain pedal, but it what it does is so versatile. It plays great with other pedals. I had it on my board for uh, one Sunday, like, playing at church. And I was like, yeah, this thing is fun at home, but, you know, who kno- who knows? I've got my Palisades here. I've got, you know, a couple other drives. I've got a couple fuzzes. I'm going to be stacking stuff. I had the Pony Boy on there. I'm like, I'll be stacking it with the Pony Boy, which is like a Klon. I ended up using the Civic Crown always on with nothing else the whole service. Mm. Just because I was like, this thing sounds phenomenal. It's so responsive. It's dirty the way I like pedals to be dirty. I'm I'm a big fan of this pedal. Yeah, it, and it looks great. It looks great. It was a ton of fun. If you want to know more, uh, just hit up Google Kickstarter for Tailored FX. This uh-huh. letter F, letter X, or Civic Crown Overdrive, or Civic Crown Overdrive. Check out our YouTube video. We have a link to the Kickstarter there. Uh huh. And uh, throw this guy some money because this is a pedal you will not regret owning. Yeah, I honestly. Like if we get if we get one of these, it's like going to be a pedal that I never get rid of because yeah. it's just so cool. It's so cool. Um, he's also offered because we made comments on the uh, on the little mini sode within the video. If you watch the whole video, we do a little mini sode. Me and uh, DJ Brendan at the end talking about it. And I mentioned that it'd be fun to have that LED circuit in an acrylic guitar. Yeah, and he he wrote us and was like, "Hey, if you get an acrylic guitar, I'll send you the circuit." <laughs> so now I'm like, "Shoot, I've got to get an acrylic guitar now <laughs> before it changes his mind." Yeah, so I'm on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, it, I he's already got like a thousand bucks on the Kickstarter, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's he's shooting for seventy five. Yeah, he's got about thirty five or so days to go shooting for seventy five hundred dollars, which isn't this, a lot of money for a Kickstarter for it, like an electronics device. It really isn't. I hope this is one of those things where he ends up getting like thirty grand. Yeah, and he just like this becomes his job for years, just making this pedal. You know, for sure, because this it's a really great pedal, and we we've been playing a lot of pedals around here. And I'm not saying that other pedals aren't great, but this one is is pretty special. I'm really stoked on it. Uh, so yeah, go check it out on the Kickstarter. Look at our watch our video on YouTube. Uh, DJ Brennan and I had a lot of fun uh, making that video. We ate a whole lot of cereal in it. Uh, <laughs> I basically have no desire to ever eat cereal again after this video because I ate so much of it. DJ oh chipped his tooth in this video, uh, diving onto the countertop to eat cereal off the countertop. And he, like, played it off. He's like, oh, my tooth was already partly chipped. I knew this was going to happen eventually. It's like, dude, you just chipped your tooth. Like, that sucks, man. And he, But he was being up, upbeat about it. Right, but, right. Yeah, go check out the video. Support the Kickstarter. This is a great pedal. Let's, uh, let's talk about ads. Let's do some ads. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's get into this ad. Yeah, okay. Logging in to Google Drive. We doing this one from uh, Buffalo Phil first? Yeah, let's do it from Buffalo Phil. Buffalo Phil. Uh, he wants me to put the lotion on my skin oh, or boy. else I get the hose again. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Dave Weckl back to basics instructional video. One dollar. Yeah, he he posted this asking if there was flip potential for this. Yeah. Uh, One dollar. is. I did look up on eBay. Let me pull this up. Um, 
Oh, it was the book. The book goes for uh, the book sold for eleven bucks on oh, okay on eBay. So I don't know what the VHS goes, but yeah. there is some possible flip potential there at one dollar. I, I feel like I want to make a joke at Elk Grove's expense, uh-huh. uh huh, because it's kind of a podunky sort of place, uh-huh. and you know VHS and podunks and whatever. But I mean, it's a nice place. It's just a little podunky. So I haven't been there. If you've been, if you're there, you know what's up. That's that's all I got. But uh, this guy is a drummer, Dave Weckel. Oh, okay, so this is like a learn how to drum sort of VHS. Uh, you know, he's right. One of, he's one of these guys where if you're a drummer, you probably know him. I have no idea. I watched a video of him drumming, and I was like, "Yeah, he's he's drumming." This is a DCI music video, so this is uh maybe some of our drummers in the audience would be interested in that. Um, I know we have a, we have at least three or four. Probably there's yeah. always drummers around. Um, God bless. Pay him for the pizza. God bless him. Um, hey, 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 that's a. That's a working drummer joke. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jokes, Steve, a woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. Judge says, first offender. She says, no, first a Gibson, then offender. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Is funny. Uh, Tim Tim Hoke posted that on our or Hoke posted that on our uh, Facebook group, and we're not making fun of you, Tim. We're making fun of the fact that I have seen this joke posted on all thirty of the guitar groups that I'm on, probably like ten times each. Yeah, I uh, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, I haven't heard it in too many guitar groups because I'm not in that many right now. Uh huh, and. I'm not on Facebook a lot, actually. Uh, but I do have this app that just seems appropriate right now. Oh, no. What is it? Oh, hold on. I got to turn oh, the volume we're, up. We're wasting so much time this episode. Oh, great. A fart app. Oh, you're making fart sounds, Steve. Oh, gross. Oh, Steve, why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, this app is called Fart. I never thought that if I would have a podcast someday... And that I would not be the one making gross sounds on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure that if ever I'd be doing anything on a mic, I'd be the one making gross sounds. Hey, what's the next ad? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this extreme heavy relic. It was Andy Cunningham who sent this in. Now let's talk about it. Relic, Fender Telecaster, custom shop design, extreme heavy relic. <laughs> This thing is a piece, man. Do you want to... Did I put the whole description up there? Yeah. Uh, no, you didn't. You just posted no, pictures I, of it. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's there. Okay, here we go. Sorry. It's fine. Sales are slow all over, and I've dropped this guitar price a bit. When Andy first posted this, it, this was listed for $3,000. Yeah. It is now listed for, well, like a tick under 3000 It is 2875 That a was very, the original list. A very specific number. Yeah, now it's 1995 I believe. Yeah. Uh, so I realize it's not authentic Fender Custom Shop. 95 was a good year. But. 1995. Still a lot of labor and love went into this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oops. Meanwhile, I've fallen head over heels for her. So, as you'll read below, I'm not willing to give her away. If you have any inkling of interest, please buy. 
Make your offer now or forever she's mine. Back to the original description. Okay, if you fall in head over heels for a guitar, why yeah. are you selling it? Oh, you could buy this guitar, but if you don't, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. No uh, joke. Yeah, you think so? That's the way selling things works. This is a Fender Bahatelli that has had an extreme relic makeover. Now, this guy spells extreme like the actual way. Already, but, there's- I, but I still can't help but wanting to read extreme as... This has had an extreme relic makeover. Yeah. Already there's a huge red flag here. It's a Baja Telly. Yeah. And uh, he wanted originally uh, almost three grand for it. Yeah, I think the Baja series was like maybe seven or eight hundred new. Yeah. Something like that. And they're great guitars. Yeah, and they I think want to say they go for four fifty to five hundred used somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure. I think they've they're holding up pretty good. Are they holding up? But still new, they're under a grand and they don't look a, like yeah. a piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm regretfully selling as I need the capital. Otherwise, I would definitely keep this guitar. What the crap? My backlight just turned off. No kidding. Did your phone break? It's possible. Oh, shoot. Oh, we're back. Okay. This episode is cursed. I know. Uh, The relic work was done by myself, not Fender. I'm regretfully selling as I need the... Okay, yeah. Uh, and we'll gladly keep it if it does not sell. This guy was really insistent that he's going to keep this guitar if you don't give him $2,000. He's threatening to keep this guitar. I have made this guitar into how I would like it. I replaned the fretboard to seven and a quarter inch radius and fretted with vintage size Jeskar uh, stainless steel frets. It feels fantastic and those frets will not wear anytime soon. I flipped the control plate to have the volume wire like it so I have better swell control. The setup currently has the tone only on the neck. I'm open to flipping the controls back and having it be a stock master tone if the new owner desires. The tilted offset pickup you see is only a pickup cover stuck in the routed cavity to cover the next pickup wires. Uh, I also I didn't want to cover up that area with a pick guard, which is how it would be stock. Also not pictured, I've put the five pick guard screws back in just for effect. The pickups are a twisted telly in the neck and a custom shop broadcaster on the bridge. The body is ash and the overall weight of this guitar is on the lighter side of tellies. About four, or about four, about 7.5 pounds. Can't even write pounds. He just put the pound sign. Oh, great. So, in my head, this guitar actually weighs about 7.5 hashtag. <laughs> the tuners got pretty roughed up in the relic process, but they work fine. Just tune up the note like you're supposed to. They'll hold great. Having said that, I'm including a brand new set of all parts distressed Cluson style tuners should you decide to fear the current ones and change them out. But really, don't be such a puss. <sighs> you will not likely see many Relic style guitars to this extreme degree, and you'll either love it or hate it. Either way, you are co- either way you are is cool by me. As rough as the guitar service might appear in the pics, it feels smooth and sexy. Most of the Fender Custom Shop relics are in the $3,500 to $4,000 range, and I feel this one is a bargain and a fine player to boot. All sales on this guitar are final, no returns. Guitar ships in a Fender hardshell case. Please feel free to send me your questions, and thanks for looking. Okay, so the reason why Fender Custom Shops are three dollars to $4,000 isn't because of how hard they were relicked. It's because they started out with a Fender Custom Shop guitar. Yeah, I'm going to throw this one out there. Um... As much as... Did you read what the condition is listed as? Excellent. It's listed as excellent condition. You guys yeah. have to go on the Facebook group to see this guitar. It's Yeah, or I, I guess this will be up on Instagram. It looks like it was made... Yeah, this will be on Instagram, too. I've been posting the, uh, the ads to Instagram. It looks like it was made out of a piece of wood on, like, a historic, sh- like, sailing ship. 
like the yeah. underside of, of a boat where like the wood has been melted away and there should be like barnacles and stuff on this. It kind of almost looks like he just took uh, the body and threw it in the fireplace and, and squirted some lighter fluid in there for a while and pulled it no, out. No, it looks, it looks nuts and just everything about it is nothing is, about nothing about this is like oh yeah that's how a guitar ages Let, let's put the, let's put this out there as much as people complained about the fender road worn series and how unrealistic the relicking was right or like at least it was still looking like yeah. a guitar uh, this guitar makes a fender road worn series guitar look like a brand new never been touched no modifications guitar. right and there's so many things that's like why would you disengage the tone knob from the bridge pickup on a telecaster because you only want bright you gotta Just get that bridge bright. nice and bright and then the 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 fire relicking on the headstock is so random and bizarre yeah this thing is a piece and the, the guy's concept of why it should be worth what it's worth is just from another planet this thing even even if this was clean and he was like okay I put new pickups in here and I you know did this or that to improve the quality of it it still would be like a $700 guitar maybe $750 if you line someone up who wanted those upgrades this is stupid this guy actually has sold like 15 items on reverb I hope it's not things like this I I wonder like maybe there are people that are actually super into this gosh I hope not. and are willing to pay it I have no idea um it's just the idea is is I I just can't it's just you know this is I can understand wanting this look but you don't call this a relic. This is like a this is like a driftwood themed guitar. Yeah, it's it's really weird. This is like it's been up on made, reverb for three weeks. It's been made out of like a barn that burned down sort of theme, you know? Yeah, it has nine hundred uh, or it has seven hundred twenty one views. Uh, oh, are you looking at the current stats? Yeah, I'm looking at the current stats. I'm looking at. What other kinds of things he has on? He doesn't other, have any offers on it. The other things that he has on Reverb are like new, are like, uh, are like new items. They're not worn, and pretty much a lot of the others. It looks like a lot of the other stuff he has sold have been. Uh, well, some of them are distressed. Like it's like distressed stuff is something that he does. But are I they like three grand? Well, I don't know. It doesn't say the price. You can't see what... And you can't even see, like, what the old stuff looked like. But... I feel like this guy is probably a furniture maker. And he ma- usually makes distressed, like, dressers or something like that. He says that he's been doing this for, like, 40... Like, working on guitars for 40 years. It's, it's so bizarre looking. Yeah. Somebody is into this. The only way it, it could be worse if it, is if he glued a bunch of brass gears on there. Oh, and, my god! He called it steampunk. Oh. <laughs> I do think I do think the pickup cover over the uh, the body route is kind of like a neat touch. I think that's I think that's a cool decision uh, within the theme of this guitar. I think it looks neat. I was trying to figure that out what it was when I was looking at it, and then you said it in the description. I was like, ah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think this is necessarily bad or ugly. I think there's a market for this 
as a themed guitar, but like I said, this you can't call this a relic guitar because that means something specific now. Yeah, it means a guitar that looks like a normal guitar that happens to be well, Ryan, older. That happens Ryan, to have that's why it's age an extreme on it. relic. Right, this extreme. Is, this is like a. It's got like a sci-fi fantasy prop look to it. Almost, it looks this, like. He should just market this as like ever want a guitar that looked like it was burned down in the yeah in the uh what was that studio? Yeah, it looks like a prop for like a the haunted, muscle the muscle shoals fire. It looks this like, is the guitar for you. <laughs> it looks like a prop for a haunted house, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's got that just kind of like been to hell and back. Like it hell, could be a beast player. I mean, who knows? Yeah. No, but it just well, it's a Baja Telly. There's yeah. supposed to be great Telecasters. Yeah, so it's probably still great. It's just not two thousand great. It's not three thousand great. It's it's I what would you pay for that? Uh if I was super into relic and I was so there I have two angles on this. If I was looking for a Baja Telly, yeah, I wouldn't pay more than like two hundred and fifty dollars for this. Okay. But if I was just if I was like into like the heavy relic thing and I thought if you were looking for that look, if I was looking for that look, I might pay like between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars. You it. would, even if though I was looking for that look, even though it's a Baja Telly, even underneath. though it's a Baja Telly. So you would pay, you would double the cost of the guitar to have that look. Sure, interesting. But I'm saying like I'd have to be looking for that look. Can't you get like a Nash or something like that for for that price? I, but it would it have this look. Would it be? Would it be extreme? Okay, you're talking. You're talking about a fantasy world where you, as a buyer, are specifically like, man, I want to have a guitar that looks like it was in a uh, furnace. Yeah, I want a guitar that looks like it was being played by Great White <laughs> when that club burned down and right, all those people right, died. Right. You want to have a guitar that looks like the guitar that the devil played when he came to uh, take. Uh, Robert Johnson's soul. Exactly. Yeah, it's got exactly. fire and brimstone going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, th- I think that if, if this popped up on local Craigslist, and it was like, oh, make an offer, I might offer like three fifty for this. Okay. Yeah. Just because I'd be looking at like, yeah, you know, it look, it's a look, and I, what I'd be thinking is like, oh, maybe I can add barnacles to this and do a nautical thing. Oh my gosh, you can add some. <laughs> You can add some barnacles to it and sell it to Johnny Death. Yeah, it looks it looks like a driftwood, uh, rotten old pirate ship oh. sort of sort of situation. Let's move on to the next ad. I'm super bummed out by this. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a amp I'm super stoked about. You're stoked about this? Yeah, oh yeah. This was sent to us by Brad Moses. Yes. Let me find it. Where'd it go, Ryan? I know we have so many ads in the Google Drive that it's hard to oh, find. Come, it was like right before it. There it is. There it is. I got it. Okay, you read it. Vintage Fender Bass Tube Amp, $215. Damn. So, first off, there is no Fender Tube Amp that is vintage that I think sells for less than maybe, say, say $300. Sure. Occasionally, you might be able to find a Champ. Sure. The Silver Face Champ below that, but, but very rarely. Do you know anything about this model amp? I do. You do? Okay. Well, then you probably know more than me. Yes. So this is a 1970 Fender Baseman 10 Silverface Vintage Tube Amp. Cosmetically, it has some wear and tear, but the guts, electronics, and the tubes are fully intact. Just turn it on and listen to that warm sound, and you'll wonder why they ever started making solid-state amplifiers at all. 
Uh, but even though they made solid state amplifiers before 1970. Right. <laughs> uh, but maybe that was his that's, point. That's a whole other topic. With 4x10 inch, inch speakers, it has plenty of power to be heard over a set of drums. If interested, email or call. Sorry, no trades. Um, so the Basement 10, I don't remember what the wattage is. Uh, if I can dig it up, I will dig it up. Basement is kind of like Fender's Big Muff in that there's been like a thousand d- different products yes. that have ba- the basement yes. name. So the classic basement is like the Fender Tweed Basement, the 59 or 57 or whatever. Which now gets used as a guitar amp. To give you a rough idea, so this is going for $215. Brad actually sent this to us because he wanted to know if it, it was flippable. Right. There is a Basement 10 with Jensen P10Rs on Reverb right now for $875. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was seeing completed listings on on uh, eBay ranging from like 450 to the high 700s. But uh, I think there's there's something to be said for upgrades on these. I did a little bit of snooping around and people were saying that they don't make great guitar amps unless you do some modifications. Steve is making a face and he's making a sound like he disagrees. Uh, so the basement 10 was 50 watts uh, until 1977. It came with a 3-band EQ on the bass channel and 75 watts with ultra-linear output sec- section. Also, the basement 10 wasn't made until 1972. So the dating on this is wrong, but but that's fine. Uh-huh. Um, I played a basement 10 when I was uh, a kid. My first, when I was a kid, like maybe 17, 18, 19 years old. Uh huh. My first experience with vintage gear was a uh, mid 70s, maybe 76, 77, 78 Fender Stratocaster. You can say more numbers than that if you uh, want. Not 79. Okay. Maybe 75. And 73 is right out. 73 is definitely right out. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> I think it was, I, I don't remember the exact year. So it was a Fender uh, Stratocaster and a Fender Basement 10. Okay. So as far as the whole Strat, or at least Fender Basement 10 as a guitar amp, there might be issues with it. Like if you want like a dirty sound, but as far as just like a big, bright, beefy Fender amp sound. Gotcha. I thought the Basement 10 sounded great. Now these cool. are my memories of an amp that I played 13 years ago. Sure. But at $215, um, all I would say is, so there's two questions. Is this flippable? It is if you want to deal with shipping. Exactly. And shipping on this is probably going to be pretty high. It's going to be a couple hour chore for you, minimum, to just figure out the packaging for it. Yeah, but you're paying $215. You can probably sell this for at least 600 so uh, I don't know. You know well, maybe it's worth it. Like maybe I it's said, there, like I said, there's there's completed listings on eBay in the four hundred. Really? Yeah. Hello. Okay. So maybe but not. There's, but there, it, there's a range on it. I yeah. think it has to do with condition and modifications. Yeah. Um, at two fifteen, I would just buy it. And, yeah. Yeah. And find some other stuff to flip to make up for it. Yeah. Now I don't know where I would put this if I owned it. Probably uh, hide it at the church. At two fifteen, I would buy this and I would sit on this for decades. Literally sit on it because you don't have any room for it. Yeah, I'd put a cushion on it and be a chair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's tall enough that you could use it as like a TV tray. Oh, totally. For eating dinner. Yeah, totally. Uh, or I put it on its back and put a piece of glass over it. And it's a, it's a coffee table. Yeah, very low sitting coffee table. Well, I could put some legs on it. But I this like I said, this is an amp that I've always kind of have my eye out for. They are big and heavy. 
Um, I've actually never run a bass through one. I don't know what they sound like for bass. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if the Jensen P10R, which I think is the the stock speaker, uh, if that's really like a bass suitable amp. I do know that these, as the admin or as the thing I was reading earlier mentioned, like they don't have an EQ, so it's very like straightforward control set. Uh, I'm uh-huh. not sure what exactly the controls are. Um, it might have just been like a more higher, like a higher powered version of the uh, Music Master. Oh, yeah. uh, Was it the Music Master amp? Is that the one I'm thinking of? But, I don't know. There's something about these amps that I just thought looked super cool. I mean, for the money, too. Like like I said, I'd just go pick that up. Yeah. I'm going to try to look up a picture of the front of one. You know, I think all it is is... um, It just had, like, bass... Maybe volume treble bass. There's a couple knobs on this thing, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Maybe the thing I was reading was wrong. Who knows? Well, there, there's a there's a three knob section on it, which is probably volume, bass, treble, and then there's a four knob section, and then I'm guessing a master volume. Yeah, and there's a few there's a few different versions of this amp. Uh, like I was reading, like there's two different versions. So okay, okay. So the 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 first channel is volume, treble, bass. Yes. With a deep switch. Yes. Uh, the second channel is volume, treble, middle, bass. And then there's a master volume. Yeah. So that's enough to get some fun control out of. It looks like it is. it definitely is oriented towards bass guitar. Uh, and there's another switch on here. Oh, a bright switch on the second channel. Right. So that's like for a different sound, sounding bass setup. But, you know, anything's possible. This could be a good sounding guitar amp for the right person. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you have to be looking for that sound. It doesn't have reverb. Right. So it is going to be like a pretty dry amp in that regard. And it's probably not going to sound like a modern bass amp. It's probably going to sound no. like a flat, Motowny sort of very dry, thumpy, sort of woody bass amp instead of <laughs> you know any sort of you know adjective you could get in there uh but it's it's, it's not going to sound like a modern bass amp that sounds like a uh uh you know yeah like into club you know into club <laughs> it's not going to make your teeth shake right right <laughs> you're not going to feel it in your in your rib cage you yeah. know it's going to sound like a musical instrument not a uh, an electronic effect okay <laughs> Steve is Do you have at, any more analogies for us, right? No, Steve is looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with Perhaps you? Perhaps a simile or a metaphor. <laughs> hey, you were going off on numbers earlier. That's true. Hey, we haven't we haven't even gotten into geography yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, should we move on to yeah. uh, some other stuff? Yeah. Uh this week um we have one pledger to add to our pledge list. Yeah, we do. That is uh Duke Lucum. Yeah. The Duke of Ads. So we already have a uh a name for him. We're still working on the names for everyone else, I think. Yeah, so. I've got a big list of people that I need to come up with royal titles for. And I have a project in mind that will involve the Facebook group and the Instagram as far as making pictures yeah. to announce them. Um, I just haven't had a lot of time lately in between doing all the video stuff that we've been doing and uh, you know just having a kid and you know making a making uh, you know our demo videos well not just that but 
uh, what's having a career, having a life, having a life outside of this. I just haven't had a lot of time lately yeah. to dedicate to that. We but, super appre- the, appreciate the pledgers. Duke Lukum, he pledged at the five dollar level, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, I feel like we should update people about the status of the ten dollar level. Yeah, so the ten dollar level, we've created a sixty cycle hum secret group. Uh huh. The inner circle. The inner circle is very cultish. And uh, we have uh, we have blood sacrifices every second Tuesday of the month, uh, and it's a potluck. So bring a side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, when we originally did the ten dollar level, we made the reward that you become an admin on the Facebook group, right? And we quickly quickly realized how scary that is, yeah, because of how much power that gives you. And I'm not going to say how much power, but it's a lot of power. Yeah. And so we've got our original three $10 guys on there. We've got uh, Isaac Vining. Daniel Shields. Daniel Shields and Jimmy Jr. Yeah. So they are in the group, in the secret group with us right now. And they are going to maintain admin rights uh, as long as they stay $10 yeah. pledges. So basically, the secret group is really cool because it is the democracy side of our little thing here that we've got going on. We take suggestions very seriously there. We go there and we've been pitching ideas for the future of the show and the future of contests, uh, events that we're going to do, you know, all the nitty gritty stuff that Steve and I basically have been talking about behind the scenes for since the beginning yeah we're getting a little more input on that there. So, so now we're bringing it to more people and involving more people and we figure that it t- if you're pledging ten dollars a month uh you've earned your opinion you know your opinion gets to be in there and we take it seriously and there's going to be uh some content here coming up in this episode that is coming out of that group yeah out of that privilege of you know being involved there and also there's going to be all the perks of when we do finally get merch made people are just going to get sure it. well they we have that at the five dollar level too exactly um but other things that you get in the inner circle uh previews to videos yes uh, get your episode 12 hours early yeah yeah if if i've you know, I've been editing the episodes and many episodes, and if I put it up there and it's not published yet because we're waiting for a certain date, I put the link up there early, and people can listen to it early if they want and see what the episode looks like before Steve puts a description on it. Uh, I've, I'm sure we're going to find all sorts of other ways to involve people in the $10 level. And, you know, you get to be there on, as long as you subscribe. So if you've got a really great idea for the show or something that you want to push, you can subscribe for a month. You can be a pledge for a month. Drop your idea. And then cancel your subscription. And then cancel your pledge after your first payment. Yeah. And uh, and then we'll kick you out. And then we'll kick you out and we'll trash talk you on the next episode. Look, I want to point this thing out. <laughs> I want to point this thing out too. Ryan just said that he, you know he has this professional career and he has all these things. So he just can't dedicate you know a, a, a huge amount of time to the podcast. If everyone in our group subscri- subscribes at the ten dollar oh level, oh my gosh! If everyone who listens to this subscribes at the ten dollar level, Ryan and I can quit our day jobs and podcast full time, tw- full time, twenty four seven. We'll we'll get little three sixty five. We'll get little holders to hold our phones in front of our face, and it'll just be a twenty four hour, seven days a week Periscope session. Yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> just do like eight hour podcasts. The like, only time we'll podcast from nine to five. 
the only time the broadcast will stop is when we have to get our phones replaced. Right, right. <laughs> when we're sleeping, when we're in the shower. We'll the, be podcasting. It'll be just yeah. like Truman, the Truman Show, but yeah. with the podcast. Oh, my God. So it'll only be audio. Yeah, but there, there's fun things we're planning on doing with the money. Um, and you'll be hearing about that coming up. If you're in the inner circle, you're going to be helping us plan all that, which we really appreciate. Um, is there anything else we have to say about that? I think that's it. All right. Well, stay tuned for uh, on the Facebook group and the Instagram to see when we start posting the royal titles for our other pledgers. We really appreciate it. Thanks for waiting, guys. Uh, let's move on to the topics. Okay. So we have a concept here that came out of the inner circle this past week, yep. basically that we should start screen grabbing people's flips and scores out of the Facebook group and talk about them on the show, which is a great idea. Yeah. And I think yeah. you, you said that we had talked about this when the show started. There just wasn't enough content to work with yet. Right. But now it's like that sort of thing happens on the group weekly. Yeah. At least uh, pretty regularly. Yeah. So uh, so we're going to start screen, grab yeah, screen grabbing when people in the group get a really good deal on something or when they flip up, you know, things like that, or yeah. they have some other experience. If you're not a Facebooker and you want to get in on this and you buy something that you think is a really great deal or you buy something cheap and you make some money on it, yeah. shoot us an email at 60cyclehumcast at gmail.com with your story. Absolutely. Also, we're on Twitter and Instagram, but those, are, I think they're probably harder to do. Instagram's tougher. Twitter, maybe we could work it out. Yeah, I think you could do it on Instagram if you tag us in it and do a picture and be like, oh, I flipped this up or I scored this. Yeah, that's true. Instagram wouldn't be the toughest, but then all your friends will know that you're flipping things. Yeah, they're going to be like, wow, he's just doing this for the money. Yeah, which I mean, all my <laughs> friends know that I do that. But anyway, so let's hit this one from Co. Yeah. Co just scored for $8 a stereo phaser, the DOD. Excuse me, phaser. Phaser with an O at the end. The FX-20B. I don't know anything about this pedal. But it's it, probably garbage. It looks rad to me. It's the old school DOD. I don't know how to describe it. It's not the so old school that it has a regular stomp. It's, it's like that. It's got the plastic stomp like with, the, with, the, two hex, with yeah. the two hex bolts on it. Um, I think this thing looks rad. For for Ko's uses, I know he's going to get use out of this because he's got that big old noise board. Yeah, where he's got so much stuff on it, and he's just making like sound effects with it and whatnot. Um, I don't know. It's probably a decent phaser. D you know, I I feel like phasers can be all over the map. Phasers are, yeah. I've never been like, oh, this is a bad phaser. I've just been like, oh, it's another flavor of phaser. Right, right. I think it looks cool. I love the orange and white finish. I've got a soft spot for for old DOD. Yeah, it's neat, and it actually looks like they go for a decent amount of money. Um, what are we talking? Like sixty? Like sixty? Nice. Uh, I'm trying to get. Let's see. It looks like one went for 40, 40, 20, 26, 25, <laughs> uh, 22, 50, oh, 16, 50, so 20 bucks. He got the best deal so far. He got eight dollars. Eight bucks. It sounds like the switch is in and out, but you can fix that. Yeah. Or you know you can have it modded to throw true true bypass yeah, on make there. Make it always on and uh, put it in a true bypass looper. <laughs> make it always no, on. No, I'm saying if, it's in, a, if yeah. it's in a true bypass looper, then all you have to do is make sure it turns on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, their trip, uh, he actually was in the group was saying, like, hey, what's the deal with this, like, 
this headphone jack on the side of this thing that's was the like, power i was like that's the that's where the power jack goes yeah you can you can work around that by putting one of those adapters on the battery clip yeah or getting an adapter for that yeah. jack uh yeah uh true tone formerly yeah. visual sound sells I'm, those i've been meaning to get God like a, sells them lots of people sell them i've been meaning to get a couple clip adapters so i can do the battery thing because i've got the adapter that goes into the side of my dod pedals and it just sticks out really far yeah it's tough to work with with a well, uh, you have the adapter that i gave you for your DOD. yeah <laughs> i think i've got another one though that i got somewhere else that oh, okay is a similar situation right um yeah i just want to do the battery clip because it's easier um, Anytime you can get a guitar effect for like super, eight bucks, for eight bucks, I mean, uh, why not? I think right? Jonathan Diaz in the group got a um, uh, like some kind of oh an Arion compressor for like twenty bucks. Yeah, you know those it, little Arion pedals are starting to pick up some steam. Yeah, people are kind of stoked on the choruses. People are stoked on some of the drives and whatnot. My sister's in the kitchen making noises again. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anytime you can get anything under... I don't want to say anything under 20 bucks. Definitely anything under 10 bucks. Oh, man. Listen, if you're get, I'd say 20 bucks is the threshold. If you're under 20 bucks and it's like it's disposable and it's like, why not? Like I, got, well, I picked up the, 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 uh, the grunge pedal for 20 bucks. Sure. And I was like, yeah, that's a solid buy. Just, well, it's just like to have it. Musician's Friend was selling that uh, Behringer... Oh, that tube, tu- that tube, tube overdrive yeah. for like, was it 20 bucks or 30 bucks? I think it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. And people were buying it just because uh, it sounds like some people say that if you swap the tube on it, then it sounds a lot better. Right. But then you're putting money into this thing <laughs> that you probably shouldn't be. Yeah. I think th- it was worth buying just to get something to play with and then destroy somehow, you know? Yeah. Um. All right, what's our next deal? Let's do this cool freaking uh, Depento score. Yeah. Uh, Matt Waltz posted... Well, he reposted from Instagram onto the group, and then he commented on Depento's Instagram account uh, to tag us in at the group and, and, fi- and uh, our Facebook. Uh, Depento Guitars is a company that makes their own guitars. They make these really cool, like, funky crazy versions of of jaguars or jazz masters basically they have like four pickups they're popular yeah. in the surf guitar community they have a, a bunch of other models that are really neat like high glitter stuff crazy pick guards crazy switches you know that's that kind of thing you know right up my alley so i'm a big fan <laughs> of depento but they also have a a legitimate guitar shop in philadelphia oh okay is where i think I it didn't is know that um, I'm, it's correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's in Philadelphia, like downtown Philadelphia. Um, and I follow them on Instagram and they post things that they're selling and they posted this beautiful silver tone amp. I think pretty sure that's a twin 12, right? It looks like or, the, yeah, the 1484, the, I think yeah, is the model. It's what the JHS twin 12 is based on. Right. Um, it's, it's a silver tone amp that everybody wants. It, the, the chassis on it has been stripped of the Tolex and it's down to wood that has been refinished yeah. or a new wood chassis was built. I wasn't really sure about that. Uh, it is beautiful. Yeah, it looks super classy. Yeah. It's got uh, reissued Jensen's in the cab. It's a head and cab combo. Uh, they are only asking 650 for this thing probably because the, the chassis is not stock. Yeah. So uh, Matt Waltz 
post tagged us in this and posted it on the group almost immediately grant wilson jumped on this and was like yeah i emailed them i'm getting this yeah and this is the second thing that grant wilson has bought that is 60 cycle hum driven because earlier this week he got a silver tone uh bass yeah that one of our listeners posted on the group he's working up a silver tone rig it was actually Posted uh, by a guy in San Diego for San Diego guys in our group because there's a bunch of us. Uh-huh. Um, and Grant was like, "How much to ship to New York?" And the guy and the uh, Alejandro, the guy who posted it, was like, "I'm actually selling this for." Or he said in the beginning, "I'm selling this for a friend," um, and he doesn't want to ship it in a gig bag cross country. To which Grant responded. Well, let me scour your Craigslist if I find a good deal on a hard case. Oh, my gosh. How about I just send you whatever the cost of the hard case is? You go buy the hard case and uh, and then ship me the guitar in the hard case, and I'll make sure it's worth your time. That's a beautiful story. I've got a little <laughs> tear in my eye. <laughs> That's the real deal, man. Yeah. yeah. That's so, why you guys got to be on the Facebook group. Man. Bros helping bros. So this thing is just a web of connections that I'm stoked about. I'm stoked to have something connected to Depento. Uh so, you know, just to have these web of connections is really neat. It's such a great looking amp. I hope it works out. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next flips and scores. Yeah, this is actually a flip. We've done two yeah. scores, and a, here's the flip. This is this is from the thread on um, on the inner circle where we're talking about this concept, and. Uh, Daniel Shields wrote, what are your thoughts on doing a flip of the week segment? For example, most people post their recent flips to the group and you guys pick one to talk about each episode. Might be a good way to get more people to join the group. Just a thought. And then Daniel Shields made uh, another comment on his own post where he said, my first submission scored at JHS Twin 12 on eBay for $75. Sold it on Reverb for $160. Uh, Self five. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That is indeed a flip. Yeah. First time I've doubled my money on a flip. Lol. Yeah. That's a solid flip. And it's from Daniel Shields who came up with the idea that we should do this probably because he just did a mega flip. <laughs> and he's like, I want to hear them talk about this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a great flip. I have no idea how a JHS twin 12 slipped through eBay for 75 bucks. Maybe it was like mismarked or something like yeah. that. It was but a JSH twin twelve. <laughs> yeah, that's eBay gold right there. You know. Yeah. That's the thing where you like you see the completed listing and you're like, shoot, how did they get that? That's I incredible. Know. It's crazy. Yeah. That's maybe a- he just sent like a best offer or something. He didn't even. Maybe. maybe it wasn't even an auction. Who knows? Or it was maybe it was like in an odd section, like it wasn't even in musical equipment. It was like in a. It was in wedding dresses. It was in, a, in an estate sale section or something like that. It was in a Statue of Liberty clones. <laughs> yeah, Statue of Liberty artwork. Yeah, <laughs> I've got this strange Statue of Liberties uh, memento here. I don't understand what it is. I'm it selling in, it for seventy five dollars. Who's in the deranged ex girlfriend section? Uh, <laughs> That would be, you know what there needs to be? The bitter divorcee section. There needs to be a eBay or Craigslist equivalent that is just for angry girlfriends and spouses or angry... To sell off their... Angry couples. Their exes or their... Yeah, like whatever. there's a rule that everything has to be under 50% value. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and everyone goes there just to score like really great deals yeah. because it's coming from angry people. The downside is, uh, or like the catch is, when you go to pick up this gear, you probably have to like waste half an hour at the house listening to how terrible of a person you have to drive around the block until she comes out and you just hand it off like through the <laughs> through the car window through the car window <laughs> oh and then gosh. some guy chases you down the street with a bat <laughs> the real downside of of that would be if your stuff ends up on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh that'd be awful alright so if you want to send us your flips or scores again check out the Facebook group or shoot us something on uh, the old email there. Yeah, or Instagram. Uh, you could try Twitter. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We got time for this other topic? Yeah, we got plenty of time. Well, we Woo! got we got a lot. About 12 minutes. We have our own scores from this week. Yeah. Uh, you want to hit yours first? I can hit mine first. You hit it. Mine will be short and sweet. Sure. Uh, I posted it on the Facebook group, so if you were there, you know what I'm about to talk about. Uh Fender, uh, I don't, I think it's the classic 70s series. Uh huh. Stratocaster, 230 bucks. Damn. I should have brought it with me so you could see it. I'm but a I didn't. surprised you didn't. You usually do bring your, uh, your. I just was in a rush out of the house this morning. I come here after work, so if I don't plan like 12 right. hours ahead, it just doesn't happen. Right. Um, it is from a 2002. It is in Arctic, or actually, it's in vintage white. Nice. Um, That's kind of like the yellow white, right? It's it's like the creamy white. Yeah, yeah. Arctic is the yellow. I think. Arctic is like the bright white, I Arctic think. Arctic is the bright white. Um, Olympic is the yellow white. This is like... The vin- cream. This is like the creamy... Right. This is like what uh, nitrode white is supposed to look like after like 20 years or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, anyway... It's got some issues with it. One thing I noticed when I got it home is it looks like the top has been sanded just enough that it's not quite uh, shiny anymore. It's kind of like a matted finish on Uh the top, but the sides are still glossy. Uh, So that's kind of a a bummer. There's a few dings on it. There's like a dime-sized chunk of the finish missing on the back. Uh Um, The neck is a little chipped up around the nut like on the fretboard because the nut was replaced and whoever did it kind of looked like maybe they hacked into it a little so replaced with graphtech sa- uh, graphtech nut and graphtech saddles uh-huh. uh, or at least the graphite style i don't know anyone besides graphtech doing those um but it plays great the neck is chunky it's not nice. like your typical strat neck so big it's a big it's a neck. little thicker than at least than i'm used to uh-huh um it's the big 70s style headstock and instead of having vintage style tuners on it it has locking tuners oh cool on it which are kind of like a neat touch so the reason i jumped on this is because i recognized a couple of the parts right away and i recognized or i with the help of the group actually I, we were really able to narrow it down to being a classic 70s model these typically go four to five hundred dollars yeah. on ebay and by classic seventies, you mean it's a reissue? It's a reissue, and that's the the, the model name is yeah, classic seventies. It's, it's the classic series, the seventies model, right? Um, they typically go four to five hundred dollars. I'm probably going to list this at four fifty and see what I can get. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
heck yeah, I'm going to promote this as an upgraded model. <laughs> um, just in case. Just to try to see... Because, you know, I'm going to have to compensate for the, the finish issues. And, sure, and, sure. And the dings and the fact that it's 13 years old. Though I will play up like, oh, it's got some dings. I mean, what do you expect? It's 13 years old. Are you going to drop a, they don't make them like this anymore? Maybe. <laughs> uh, so I'm now trying to have two Stratocasters that I'm trying to sell. Uh-huh. Um, I've got that other, the Red Squire one that we talked about a while ago. I finally got it put back together. It sounds fine. The It's got a treble mod on the, like the treble bleed mod on the volume, which is kind of different. Uh-huh. Uh, it really retains volume like all the way through. And then from zero to one, like there's a huge volume jump. Okay. But it, it's got a really smooth taper to it and it stays bright. Gotcha. Um, the first tone knob, so the one next to the volume knob, is wired for neck and middle, uh-huh. and then the other tone knob is wired for bridge. So it's that's kind of a cool thing. Not everyone loves that, so it's not a traditional strat setup. But of course, these are all upgrades. Upgrade. Upgrades. Um, I swapped out the the pickups had some issues. I swapped them out. Actually, I kind of generated some of those issues. <laughs> um, I bought a set of you're G- rough on pickups. I know. I, I bought a set of GFS. Well, originally I I put in some like Mexican pickups, and in the process of installing it, apparently like I did something to one of the pickups and it stopped working. Oh man. Um. So I bought some GFS. They're not GFS branded. They're ones that GFS bought from like a warehouse. Right. Buyout. Right. And uh, so I bought those and dropped them in, and they work great. They sound decent. Um, and, of course, I'm calling those an upgrade because a lot of people don't like the Japanese pickups for some reason. Uh-huh. I have never had an issue with them, but some people just don't think they really encompass the the classic Strat sound or at least the sound that they want. So, of course, with that in mind, these are an upgrade. Uh-huh. <laughs> So going like full con on my ads, basically doing everything that we complain about on the show. Yeah, totally. Uh, And then last but not least, I traded my PT Junior and Softcase for a full-tone OCD. Nice. Uh, It's version 4, and I pretty much plan on selling that thing when I get back from vacation. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same one that I just sold. Oh, do you? Oh, I I reverbed that thing. It's oh, gone. you reverbed yeah. it. Yeah, this thing was local. This was a local yeah. trade, and I figure like the PT Junior. I think I paid sixty or sixty five for. I don't remember if that included shipping, uh, but I figure the OCD I, I can probably put on Craigslist for like ninety bucks and hopefully sell for at least eighty. Yeah, uh, I think you so should we'll reverb see. it. Is it in clean condition? It's in pretty clean condition. I would it's reverb got Velcro it. on the bottom, but otherwise, it's in pretty clean condition. Mine was in rough condition, and I think I got eighty or ninety on reverb. Okay, so so maybe I'll shoot that. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is the reason I made the trade was I thought at worst I would break even with the PT, and it would really open um, my ability to um, ship it. And Absolutely. that's something we've talked about: is sometimes a trade's worth it just to open up like your market. Or if you've got something very specific and you can trade for something broader. Yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely what I've done with the pedal train. The guy who got it was like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for something just to do for like gigs where I don't want to take my full board or for practice when I don't want to take my full board or whatever. Totally. So win win. Cool, man. What have you got going? Oh, man. I've had a couple things happen. Uh, I sold that Bullet Squire, flipped that up. Bye bye. Flipped that up for 15 bucks. Hey. Oh, I could consider it 10 bucks after I put new strings on it. <laughs> well, I consider it five bucks after I put new pots in it. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> so I, I, I did a little better than break even on it. Um, yeah. But the whole purpose of me buying that thing is that I wanted to try the uh, vintage uh, Tisco style Tremolo that was on it. And the, the thing just looked so cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to play around with it for a while. I got, I think, like five months out of that thing, just playing around that house. Right. Fun to have around. A really neat, like, quirky, quirky guitar. Uh, I had it on Craigslist for about two or three weeks, I think. Got a couple bites. Had a guy come by uh, who was like, yeah, it's cool, but it still feels like a squire to me, and I can't justify it. Sure. And then a couple no-shows. And then I had a guy who hit me up every day for like four days. I was like, can you come downtown and sell it to me? I have cash right now. And like I was saying earlier, I'm stupid busy right now. Yeah. And I've got a, you know, if I'm not working, I'm watching my kid basically. Yeah. So, so like, your wife can work. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not able to bring it to you. You have to come to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm here. You just have to come do it. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. And then finally on a Saturday, he was like, I can come get it. I'm going to come get it. It's like, come get it then. And I gave him my address. <laughs> he showed up. I could have, I had it up for 90. Yeah. Uh, I could have gotten 100 for it because he pulled out 520s and he's like, I don't have change. I could have gone like, oh, I don't have change either. Right. So well, let's do 100 because I'm not going to go lower. But I'm a decent guy and I did have change. So I was like, okay, I've got change for you. Um, but the guy was just one of these dudes who had the attitude like, yeah, I just want it. Just want to get it. Thanks, I'm out of here. Like, he didn't even want to plug it in or anything. Yeah. It sounded like he was interested in it for the same reasons that I was. He's like, yeah, I just want to try out this trim. I want to, you know, it looks interesting. I want to play around with it. You know, set yeah. it up and stuff. I was like, hey, man, there you go. I told him everything I did with it, and he seemed stoked. He missed it the first time around, and... Uh, he might have. And he probably saw it again, and maybe he didn't remember how much it went for the first time, or maybe he just figured whatever. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's, it was still dirt cheap. I mean, it, at its core, it's a Squire Bullet. It you know if it was stock then it'd be worth you know forty to sixty or whatever right but because of the upgrades on it it's a rare case where the upgrades actually did improve the quality <laughs> improve the uh, the value of it to some people yeah very niche it's definitely very niche but it's something where it's like it's weird it's yeah. a strat with it's, like of a, a, a I guess I mean it's a Tisco style vibrato yeah it felt like an Italian guitar yeah like a vintage sixties Italian like crazy funky guitar the pickups in it sounded great all the hardware was gold <laughs> right so you know that i was on board with this thing and then have the gold adonized pickguard it was it's, it was just a piece i i have a feeling this thing's going to float around the marketplace for a while as people pick it up or having fun with its quirkiness and then realize it's not going to be a staple of their of their collection yeah um and then i had a uh, a pedal pickup that is pretty darn cool. Yeah, I see this. I haven't flipped any of it yet. I've only got one of the pedals out right now. Oh, okay. But, uh, this guy had an add up with all this stuff, and he and you know how the when the price people will put the the price of like the lowest thing in their group of pedals. Yeah. So it said sixty, and I was looking at all the this picture of all these pedals. Like, okay, we'll see which ones are sixty. He literally had every pedal set at 60. Right. Like, he just wanted to move these things, and he's like, didn't want to deal with, you know, figuring out the price for them, or he just didn't care, or whatever. As, like, I started doing quick math looking at him, like, okay, that one's worth 120. Okay, that one's worth 100. That one's worth 80. That one's worth this and that. That one's worth 40. I'm not going to pay that. And so I wrote him, 
And I was like, I know for sure that I want these three pedals. I'm on the fence about one. He had a Joyo Pro Looper. Those go for like 200 new. Yeah. I was on the fence about that. I wish I'd committed to it because it sold before I could go get it. Thankfully, this guy held the rest of the pedals that I was interested in. And he had uh, the Boss uh, Heavy Metal pedal, the HM2. Right. Which... This, and he was like, I know you said you, you didn't say that you wanted this one. I'll give it to you for 40 instead of 60. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. It's, this is now the third time I've owned an HM2. <laughs> this is my third HM2. I keep buying them and then flipping them. And this is definitely a flip situation. Sometimes they go for 100 on eBay. I found with my luck with them, I usually get closer to 60 to 70. Yeah, but you only paid 40. I only paid 40. I might try to keep this one around for a while. I have a goal in mind to collect as many genre pedals as right. I can and then we can do like a mega shootout. And you need a you need a metal muff and a mini muff. Yeah. There are mini they have a, the metal muff and the nano metal muff. Yeah, yeah. Um so I want to pick up some DODs and some Digitechs and some, yeah. you know, MXRs and stuff like that. You know, some maybe some more sound tanks and whatnot. Sure. But the other pedals, I'm holding one right here is the Germanium Big Muff. Well Germanium four Big Muff, so the, I'm guessing there's four Germanium uh, I have no idea. chips in there. Uh but this thing is a double pedal. It's got an overdrive side and a distortion side. I have not gotten a chance to play with this much yet. I plugged it in, it worked. Sounds like an overdrive and a distortion. It doesn't sound like a muff to me. So it's it's interesting that they called it a muff. It's like a branding thing. Like, oh, hey, just another muff from uh, right. your friends at Electroharmonics when it's not an, another muff. It's you know it's a drive section from them. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to try this out. I'm probably going to plug it in at church uh, this week and see what's going on. Also scored, and these things, I think they go for 100 to 120. Yeah, so I, it's, I don't really know. I could double my money on this. Um, picked up a JHS Mini Foot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. Which is like a silicone fuzz face sort of thing, I think. Right. That thing is tiny, man. It's so small. I haven't had a chance to really use it in a set yet. Um, but at home, it sounds really good. Um, that thing I can flip for over 100. So... I'm not sure exactly what it'll flip for. I don't know if I will flip it. Maybe I'll keep that one. Right. It's so tiny and so cute. My kid loves to play with it. He picks it up and walks around with it. <laughs> um, and I don't have a fuzz face right now. So could be good to keep it around. Everyone needs a fuzz face. Yeah, you need a fuzz face. Uh, I got a TC Electronic uh, Shaker Mini. Right, which is their vibrato. It's their vibrato. But there's, you know... I've been messing around with the tone print with it, which is a ton of fun. It sounds decent to me as a vibrato. I can dial in some univibe sort of stuff. I can, you know, get some chorusy kind of sounds. It's a mini pedal, so why not keep it around? It's real small. I could flip it right now, probably for seventy to eighty, yeah, and make some money on it. But I'm kind of, I kind of want to keep it around. The tone print thing is just so cool to me at this moment. I messed around with your Hall of Fame. Now I got this thing. I've got the software on my computer. I've been having fun with this. I don't have another vibe pedal right now. Probably going to keep it. And then uh, that was it. Those four pedals, it was uh, 220 or 210. Mm -hmm. What is that? 60, 60, 60, 40. Yeah. 120, 180. No, that's not right. 
Do you not know how to... Ma I thought you said 220 originally. Did I say 220? You got three pedals at 180 and one at 40? I... Yeah, that's right. 220. My mind was broken for a second. I paid 220. I got four pedals. I think I can flip... If I sold them all, I could probably flip up to 350 to 400 somewhere in there. I might have some bad news for you. Oh, no. What is it? I'm on eBay. Uh-oh. So the EHX Germanium 4 uh -huh. is sells from Musician's Friend for $105. Oh, that's still pretty good. What's the, what's the resale, though? I uh, I am seeing 52. No! 64. 52. What are they on Reverb right now? And that's it. Those are... There are not many on the old Well, I'm, gonna eBay. I'm still going to have fun playing around with it. If I break even on it, I'll be happy. Well, you know, it's a lot. So it's a lot of pedals. You have four of them. So as long as you go plus on, you know, if you go plus enough on the other ones, then you can afford to lose a little. I see one on Reverb used for $75 plus $10 shipping. Um, the, there's one for 80 The rest are all in the $100 range. Those are probably all people selling them new. new. Yeah, but I, I bet that if there's one on here for $75 plus $10, I can, I can still get a little flip out of this. Yeah, maybe on Reverb. Yeah. Um, but the other stuff are, are for sure flips. Those are solid pedals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I'm bummed that I didn't get the Joyo Looper. Even though I don't have a use for it, that would have been a solid flip, even though it would have been tough to ship it. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my uh, acquisitions and scores for the week, you know? Yeah. I don't think I've awesome. got anything else. I don't have anything else either. Well, I then let's talk like about the song already. Yeah, this week's song uh, was sent to us by Isaac Vining from a project he was in called Fake Logo. Uh-huh. This song is called Spiffy. It's a rap song. You're going to love it. Oh, or it's... you're going to hate it. You're, you're probably going to love it. Are you going to love it or are you going to diss it? Well, you, you love it, but you diss it and something, something, miss it. You hate it if you miss it. Yeah. I don't... Something go ballistic. <laughs> We're referencing a completely different rap song. Which we should... I should ask Dallas if we can play some... I'm sure they don't bad care. Bad on the They're song. probably never made money on any of well, their recorded music. On the recorded music? Like, they're probably not still making money off of it. They probably don't care. Let's stop talking about this. We'll talk about it some other yeah, time. Yeah, so anyway, uh, this is a cool song. Isaac is in, the, is in the inner circle. Yeah, he is. Isaac has been a guy that I've known for a super long time. Super yeah. cool guy. He's in, just in a ton of projects. Pop punk, yeah, goofy white guy rap. Uh, he's in like a folk band. He's been in like just straight ahead rock bands. Like he's just all over playing the drums, playing guitar, playing other things. Maybe I don't know. Singing in, in a nasy pop punk sort of way. Uh, super talented guy. So thanks for sending us this song. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know why I said enjoy it. Like that. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. This oh, episode oh, yeah. again was brought Our to you sponsorship. by Tailored Effects, makers of the classic, or rather the Civic, the Crown, Civic Crown Overdrive, Overdrive Steve, uh, which is destined to be a classic, I think. Oh, man. It's so good. Go support their Kickstarter. Go watch our video. Go go eat some Civic Crown Crunch. <laughs> Chip your tooth on the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just... Go support this yeah, guy any thanks, way you can. Thanks, Tailored Effects, for sponsoring us. Yeah. Thanks, Isaac, for sending this song. Even if you just watch the videos 
that are up for it and comment on them and go like, wow, this is really cool. And then like share it with your friends or whatever. Yeah, share it with all your gearhead friends. Share it with your friends that don't know anything about guitar. Just say, you won't understand anything past like the first minute. Just watch the first minute. Of yeah, this. yeah. Like it's it's hilarious. I've been showing it's my so dumb. I've been showing my mom the intros to our videos. She, I, she, she probably lo- loves them. She loves them. Your mom loves everything. You she do. she donated the stuffed animals for the uh, green vodka. Nice. Intro. I was wondering where those came from. Yeah, I went over to her house. I was like, "Mom, can I have some stuffed animals?" And she's like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm gonna rip them up." Yeah. Like, don't worry. We're rambling so hard right now. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the song from Isaac Vining. See you guys right, next bye. week. Bye. I know that you wanna hang with me My lame clothes make you look spiffy I know that you wanna hang with me Next to my face yours will look so pretty I know that you wanna hang with me My lame clothes make you look spiffy I know that you wanna hang with me Next to my face yours will look so pretty If you're not in it to win it, you're out of it I'm planning on finishing second, there's no doubt in it Cruise control set and the stereo is bumping on it Iced coffee in my hand and I'm planning on sipping on it Roll down those windows, put my hands in the air I got embarrassing dance moves, but I just don't care The wind's probably messing up my hair That's gotta be why everybody honks and stares Or maybe I'm just a looker, I'm fresh, I'm fly Wait a sec, I hope they know that I'm a guy I mean they should, I bench like 125 Okay, just kidding, but I eat that many cookies every night Doesn't mean I don't have a good time On the weekends I stay up till like 8 or 9 And during Harry Potter I only cried twice When I ate my pina colada flavored shaved ice My favorite part of a burrito is the beans and rice And I shop at Goodwill cause I get Get a good price. I rap about food because it's what I like. And no, I'm not that cool, but I really kind of try. I know that you want to hang with me. My lame clothes make you look spiffy. I know that you want to hang with me. Next to my face, yours will look so pretty. I know that you want to hang with me. My lame clothes make you look spiffy. Cause I'm about to rock the boat I hope you have a life jacket so you stay afloat Cause we're going down hard like the Titanic Women and children first Stay calm, don't panic Okay, stop, press pause on the TV I got caught up in another one of my daydreams In reality, I'm just watching a movie In my basement, popcorn and a Snuggie Romance like a novel's hard to read left to right I get scared and I sweat at the sound or the sight Of a girl knock me out like I just lost a fight So I run from them just like a kid from a kite I'm a knight with a K, but that K stands for cool As I play nerdy games with my friends after school Fade away, shoot the J, miss and dribble like a fool Only way I can play basketball is in a pool